Welcome to the Messy as Fuck podcast. This is Nicole. And this is Yaya. So we are doing a special bonus episode for you guys during this time of quarantine, isolation, and COVID-19. We're doing a COVID edition. What are we doing? The COVID edition. Exactly. Exactly. The Rona virus, messy as fuck podcast edition. <laughs> so how have you been? You know, it's, I, look, I'm not going to complain. Being home every day instead of going into the office, to me, is wonderful. Other that is than, a plus. That's a plus, right? Other than avoiding the virus. I'm enjoying not having to get up, not having to put on clothes if I don't want to, you know. all Exactly. Just being in the comfort of your own home. Now, the flip side, I kind of feel like is that sometimes I can get a little bit too routine and you feel like you just want to like get up and get dressed and actually get outside of the house. Um, I've kind of just been rocking the PJs. I'm not going to lie. And, um, you know, putting on makeup here and there actually when I feel like being a human. (laughs) So that's kind of how I've been doing things over here. But I get up, like my boyfriend teases me, but I get up and I brush my hair and like I'll do like a little makeup, like lip gloss, whatever I got to do. But I just want to feel like a human being every day. Exactly. Exactly. And with all these things closed, like our salons and, you know, the nail places and everything that we need to like beautify ourselves, like we just have to rock it out naturally. Exactly. So, you know, I mean, I, I like to get up and at least put some deodorant on, you know, something. Exactly. So we're making it work. We're safe. I'm healthy. I hope you're healthy. Yep, we're hanging in there. So you guys probably won't know this, but we're we're kind of doing the format a little bit different because we are, you know, in separate households and we're self-quarantining, if that's a word. Is that a word? Yes. Okay, okay. So we're doing this a little bit differently. So hopefully you guys can bear with us if there are some technical difficulties, but we right. just wanted to bring you something special. Um maybe to lift your spirits in this, in this time that we're all going through. And we hope that you guys are all safe and healthy. So with that being said, we have some juicy, juicy topics to discuss. The mess must go on. The mess must go on. There's no doubt about that. So we want to talk to you still about what's going on in the celebrity world, but mostly stuff that's dealing with some pretty juicy topics. So some sex stuff, some relationship stuff. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy this. So should we get right into the mess? Yes, we should. All right, here we go. Tell me when's the last time You noticed on your episode That you're looking good today, baby Tell me when's the last time Told you that he wants you and he's happy that he made you his lady. Tell me when's the last time, last time he made a reservation just to kill you, baby. Tell me when's the last time it didn't feel like the last time. So yeah, yeah. Do you know Boris Kojo and Nicole Ari Parker? Yes. Okay. So first of all, my mom is a huge fan of Boris Kojo. She loves the bald head. I don't know why it's her thing. 
He stays, <laughs> he looks the same for eternity. Yes, yes, he doesn't age. So he's married to Nicole Ari Parker. Right. And I was scrolling on Instagram the other day, and apparently they went on one of their friends' podcasts um, or some kind of like interview show, and they were just talking about different things and how long they've been married and, and um, you know, just kind of like getting into various topics. So Nicole comes out and says, that she basically misses the single life. She She's missing the flirtation, the attention. She's missing the little text messages for no reason. She wants little kisses on the neck randomly from her husband. And she's just craving um, that kind of affection. And she, she relates that to what it felt like to be single because her and Boris have been married for quite some time. So she wanted to feel like, you know, like alive, like that newness and that freshness she called it. Have you, did you hear about this? I have heard about it. I thought it was interesting too, because they're all, they always like to portray themselves as like the perfect marriage and, you know, like, right. So long and everything is great. So I think it's interesting that she would say that and make it public. I like that she was honest about it and like she was just completely like upfront and he was he was there. And you know, after they had this whole conversation, he actually came back out and put a post up on Instagram and he was like, you know, she's absolutely right. And you know, he's he's definitely gonna show her more attention to, to satisfy that need. And, um, you know, he kind of, it was good to see him like acknowledging that and, and siding with that. You know what I mean? You know, it kind of reminded me of when Aisha Curry came out and was like, oh, I miss, you know, my husband gets all the attention. Yes. It's like the same along the same lines. But look, I, I'm tired of these people complaining. They have, they, they have not tried to date in 30 years. So they need, right. they need to be careful what they wish for. <laughs> but, the, but at the same time, they need to find a way, if they're going to be monogamous, I can never say that word, to like spice it up, right? Because we all can get into that rut, we can get complacent, we can get into that routine, and we need something to kind of liven it up a little bit. And I think that's kind of where she was trying to, you know, get they to with that. Whipped cream. What's that? I said they just need a little whipped cream. A little whipped cream? <laughs> You know what? No, that I feel like the whipped cream thing was something that we like years ago that people were like, oh, yeah, just bring in like the chocolate syrup and bring in the whipped cream and, you know, all these other edible things. But baby, it's a new day and age and we're going to need a little bit more than the cool whip. Look, whipped cream makes everything better. <laughs> well, I, I can't disagree with that. I really can't. But it's, I'm, it's interesting that you mentioned the... Aisha Curry thing, um, because that popped up actually in a conversation with me and my boyfriend when we were kind of talking about all of this. And when she came out and was talking about this stuff, didn't she say like she wanted attention from other males or was it more like the same token as Nicole Ari Parker? She, I think it was in the same token because because she didn't say that she was wanting that in her life at the moment. She was just saying that she was just expressing different hardships in being in a relationship with Steph. And she was like, oh, one of the things is that, you know, she has to watch him get all this attention as a superstar. 
And, you know, she really doesn't get that attention mostly because, you know, people are not, people know who she is. They're not going to try to hit on her as Steph Curry's wife. Okay. Okay. Just saying that she was just saying that that's a hardship because she's had, she saw women throw themselves at him in her face. Okay. I see. All right. And so when we talk about Boris and Nicole, it's just slightly different, right? Because they're kind of like on the same playing field. Yeah, because they're both like, pretty big actors and actresses. So they're both kind of, I feel like they're more level. Right. And exactly. Yeah. I was like very uneven with Steph and Aisha. I mean, like he's, you know, obviously he has lots of, you know, attention. Yeah. I think, I think when, I think people, when they heard about this conversation or saw it, I should say, they kind of like took it and ran with it. Like, Oh, trouble in paradise. And Nicole's trying to flirt with other guys and all of this. And Boris was like, okay, calm your shit. <laughs> like we're happy. And yeah, there could be things that I could be doing better, you know, right. to satisfy her uh, and vice versa. So just chill out. But um, yeah, it was nice to see that they actually like, you know, came to an I mean, I think, you know, I think it's very mild with both situations, but I do have one issue with it as a total, like both, you know, Nicole and Aisha, I, I have a problem with them both being black in the situation and okay. in like black marriages, because we need more, you know, black couples to be out there doing well, you know, successful, wealthy, keeping their family together. So Mm -hmm. I just hate that, like, they can take these little things that they're, that they say and twist it and make it seem like, oh, there's problems in their marriage. We don't need that. We need more positive relationships, encouraging people, you know, of color to get married, keep their families together. So I just don't like, you know, I think they have to remember that when they're talking and stuff like that. They are role models. I definitely think that's true. But what about like the realness piece of it, right? Like they're humans and whether it doesn't matter really the race, they're humans. They're in a long, you know, relationship and a long marriage. They're going to have those ups and downs. And it's kind of cool for me to see them coming out and saying, okay, we're human. We make mistakes. Like we forget to do things like, you know what I mean? Like just being honest and real about those, those, um, flaws, I guess you could say in their relationship. Right. So well, it's kind of, agree. obviously Bruce Willis, Demi Moore, we're married for a long time. They got married in 1988. Um, and they were married for 10 years. They had three kids together. But, you know, 1988 to 1998 is a long time ago. But the reason we still picture them together is because they are always together. Exactly. When she, when she married Ashton Kutcher, he was always around. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. So she was a cougar. He, she was. And she when she was with Ashton, he, Bruce was always around. They made it seem like they were all friends. They all hung out, blah, blah, blah. Well, now there's a quarantine edition of Bruce Willis and Demi Moore. Apparently, they have decided to quarantine together with their kids. So they have three grown kids. So they have three kids that are in their, their 20s. And actually, Rumor Willis, um, the mo- probably the more popular of the three kids, she's 31. Okay. So they have two other kids in their 20s. Rumor's 31. And he decides to quarantine with Demi and the three older kids. Instead of his current wife that he's been married to since 2009, mind you, so that's more than 10 years, 
you know, a little bit. And he has two small kids with his current wife, eight years old and five years old. So, so he's, he's shacking up <laughs> with Demi Moore and his grown ass kids instead of being home with his family. With his wife and his three older kids instead of his current wife and his two younger kids. Is there any like reasoning for this? Like why? So, um, so one of the kids came out recently and said, and kind of gave this bullshit story like, oh, well, you know, this is, it just gets weirder. So apparently Bruce's current wife, her name's Emma, apparently she was supposed to come in quarantine with him Demi, the three older kids, and the two young kids. They were all going to quarantine together. That's fucking weird. Family. And apparently one of the younger kids got hurt or something on a playground and it delayed them leaving. Then by the time they were trying to leave LA to go wherever Demi and Bruce were, they couldn't get out and get a flight and go, whatever. I don't know, whatever the situation was. But it sounds like BS to me. I'm sorry. but But I mean... If it really is along those lines, what you're telling me is that the wife, is is her name Emma, his wife? Emma, yeah. So Emma was cool with all this. Emma, so they're trying to say that Emma was cool with everything, that she was going to always quarantine with them and everything's cool. They can all live one big happy family. They probably all sleep in the same bed. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) But they try to say that she was cool with it. But I mean, they're they're not just quarantining together. They're they're like posting on Instagram. They have matching pajamas. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, they're just all lovey dovey. I'm like, how can you, as the current wife, look at that and be like, oh, it's cool, no problem. You're just gonna spend months on end locked in the house with your ex husband. But I'm totally fine with that. Right. I feel like if you, <laughs> I don't know, it's just an odd situation. Like. <laughs> It's just, it's just really, really weird that that's going down like that. Like, I just would not be comfortable with something like that. Like, you can be cordial. You can, you know, you can get along with your ex and all of that. Yeah. But, like, I feel like yeah. it's taking it too far. You, I'm sorry, but your ex is not supposed to be in the bedroom with you and your current person. I mean... When I thought it was weird when he when Bruce was always tagging along with her and Ashton, and now it seems like the tables have turned and she's there in the middle of his marriage. I don't know. The whole thing is crazy to me. Well, we can definitely say one thing for sure. This is definitely not some black shit. No. <laughs> Let me just put that out there real quick. Up in the hospital or dead. This so, would this would not be in a black household. So we know that for sure. Right, right. Somebody's not making it out alive. (laughs) Exactly. So let's move on from Bruce Willis and his weird ass family (laughs) to something a little bit more um, sexual. Okay. Yo, I don't think we should talk about this. Come on, why not? People might misunderstand what we're trying to say, you know? That's a part of life. Remember the show Flavor of Love? Oh, who could forget? 
<laughs> classic reality TV. So more like I, scarring TV. More like what TV? It was scarring. Yeah, scarring. <laughs> so one of the female participants, I guess I could just call it that, her name was Delicious. Do you remember her? Yeah, I do remember her. Wait, was she the was she the boxer or was that somebody else? Ooh, I don't know. I can't remember that that long ago. But I but she she is now engaged to one of the members of the now exonerated five. So he was known as the one of the members of the Central Park Five. His right. name is Raymond Santana. Okay? So okay. She's engaged to him and she recently goes on IG with him and puts up a post that basically says that Raymond is down for sex no matter what the circumstances are. Like it's almost to be expected from her. So like she could not be feeling well. She could have the coronavirus, like whatever it is. He's okay, now you're taking it too far. Okay? Listen, listen, he put that mask on. He's down to fuck. That's all I'm saying. So she puts in her comments that, what was the quote? He said, basically, if you can go through mud, you can go through blood. So that's his motto. Okay. Right? So he's willing to do it whenever, wherever, whatever the circumstances. How do you feel about that? Um, yeah, I'm game, you know, game on. It should be like that in a relationship. Whenever... What if you're sick? What if you're not feeling well? Do you really think that that's something that you should be like, okay, I'm just going to like push through it? Like, I'm ne- I'm never not feeling bad enough for that. So <laughs> let's keep it real. <laughs> so he was, he was basically saying like, you know, a lot of women wish that their men were like that. You know what I mean? Like that their men was like asking him for that and giving him that attention and all of that because a lot of men don't do that. And that was very surprising to me because I, in my opinion, the, the majority of men are like, they, they're like that. Like they, they, they want that. But then you do have your few that are kind of, you know, maybe not so much pushing it with the woman or they won't have sex with her when, you know, she's on her cycle or something like that. Mm, yeah you know what I mean yeah I mean, I, mean I, think I, I think there's two different types of guys there's the guys that'll do anything at any time and right. then you know, so I don't know I mean it depends on what you want yeah I guess I don't know I think like I take a different stance on it like I'm all for um you know like do you know having having sex and having intimate relationships like like usually whenever or more frequently or when my guy wants to do that or vice versa but I feel like if I'm not feeling well or if something else is going on that I should be able to be like you know what no like take a rain check and everything's good to go you know what I'm saying yeah but I think sometimes too, though, if you're in a long relationship, like you don't want to fall into like a rut where like you get used to being like, no, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's easy to do too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. I think 
you know, I think there has to be some sort of balance there because you don't want to get into a situation where you're just like always rejecting the person and you don't even realize that it's just, that's just what you're used to. And you're like, well, that person's there every day. So it's like, it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not uh-huh. like, but. Well, let me ask you this. Have you yourself ever used the headache excuse? Um, the headache excuse. I, no, I don't think so. I'm, I'm usually the, I'm usually the one that's like, come on, let's, let's, let's yeah. go. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you have to ask people, but I, I just think, you know, I just don't want, I just never want to be like, look, I've, I have friends, like I'm at an age now where I have like friends in all different areas. So like I have friends that have been married 10 plus years. I have friends that are still dating. And then I have friends that have been in, that are in serious relationships. And then some that are single. So, you know, the one thing that has disturbed me in the past is just like, you know, as, as much as I want to be married and I think that's like something that's important to me, it's like, I hear a lot of that in marriage that like that people just get really comfortable Mm -hmm. and they, and they take out the intimacy and that's where problems start to arise. You know, I've had, I had a friend tell me that she hadn't had sex with her husband in a year and a half. Oh man. And that should be like the one thing that you're, that's happening and that you're not arguing about. You know what I mean? Right. Or that could be the one thing that like is bringing you closer, you know, that's something that you're sharing with each other. You're not sharing with anybody else. And so, you know, that's the, that's that time, that private time that's supposed to bring you closer. So if you take that out of the relationship, you know, that, that can really cause some major problems. So yes, there are the people that want it every day, anytime, anywhere, but I feel like that's healthier than not having it at all. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely agree with that. I definitely can. So it sounds like it's all, it all, it also could be like a problem with like who's initiating too. Right. Right. And you can't always have the same person initiating either because then that, that's the same problem, you know, and eventually that person's going to be like, okay, I don't, you know, that you're, they're going to feel some type of way about, you know, always being the one to initiate. And I've heard that too. Like, you know, that people say, oh, you know, the person never initiates. So I think it just has, I think, I think like any relationship, any part of relationship, it's just a conscious effort to like, to be like, okay, you know, let's, let's make effort towards each other. Even when you don't feel well, even when you, you know, maybe you're in a rut where you're just not feeling it. Like you still have to be like, okay, I'm in a relationship and this is what it takes to make it work. So I think every day. I need to level up because I'm going to tell you right now, if I got coronavirus or the flu. We might need to leave Corona out of it. Listen, if I got the flu, if I, if I got a head cold, I'm sorry, the box is closed today. Come back another day. Not even a head cold, girl. Take some Sudafed and no Sudafed my ass. I'm laying in that bed. I'm not feeling well. He can come back tomorrow. Rain check. What? That's how I feel. That's how I feel. I can't. You know, I can't get past that. I mean, any any other time I'm game, but like if I'm really not feeling well. I just let me just not feel well and then get me tomorrow. And I don't I don't I don't like the the period excuse either. Like if y'all are in a serious relationship, who cares? Girl, goodbye. What you gonna say? Put a towel down? Uh, no. 
keep it moving. Look, I mean, a woman can feel even more into it when she's on her period. I don't know what that's about, but it's true. So like, why skip a time just because of that? There are so many things I can say about that, but I'm going to just keep it moving. <laughs> just... So you take a shower after, like big deal. It's not a big deal. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to keep it moving on that note. <laughs> I heard that there's a lot of stuff going on with um, two big reality TV personalities. Oh, are we talking about Tammy and Waka Flocka? Yes. Waka Flocka. What was that? Girl, what was that song that he had in the, um, you know, when we were younger that everybody loved? No Hands? Remember that song? Uh, yeah. Is that his song? I don't even know, girl. Yeah, it's called No Hands. Like, girl, don't get me to singing it because I don't know the words. <laughs> Give it a try. Give it a try. Girl. Let, let's uh, look, let Cookie come out. Put Nicole away for You remember that. There you go. I yep. forgot I forgot the words though, girl. That was just the melody. But anyway, what anyway. is going on with them? By the way, I love them. I watched them on um marriage boot camp hip hop edition. I think I mentioned that before that they were um they were on there. I just loved them. Like they they were like ratchet, but they were <laughs> they were funny and they were cute together. And uh so apparently Miss Tammy recently has come out and said that she has had a disagreement with Waka Flocka because she wants a threesome and he won't give her one. And she, yeah, and she used some choice words to basically say that he's selfish. So, okay, yeah. Yeah. Let me hear, let me just hear your take on it before I give you my take because I have an opinion. Okay. So first of all, I'm not into the threesome thing. I, I think they're married. They're not just dating. They're not just, you know, fucking around, they're married. So I don't know how, I don't see how a threesome would be beneficial, in my opinion. But I understand her point of view in that she's saying that, you know, at the height of, of Waka's career, he was unfaithful to her a lot. And he had his quote unquote fun. And so she's saying, you know, it's not fair that like she never got that chance to have fun. She was always the one getting cheated on and stayed by his side. And she's like, so why can't he give her this so that she could still feel like she has some sort of fun, some sort of freedom um, and that she doesn't understand why, you know, he would be willing to cheat on her and do it somewhere else when she's saying that she would be willing to do it, you know, um, within the marriage, within the marriage. So that's kind of her point of view. Girl, goodbye. (laughs) Not goodbye to your, your opinion or view of it, but goodbye to Tammy Rivera and her explanation. I'm like, 
I'm, I agree. I'm like, you need to make up your mind what you want because first she was upset that he cheated on her. It was a whole thing. You know, they broke up, got back together, got married, whatever. You know, she was so upset, you know. Yeah. And now she, you're basically inviting that back in. Exactly. Like, like your husband done ran through all these hoes. He was a hoe himself. And you went through all of this stuff to build up your relationship and like gain your security back. I'm in a good place. You're married you're this you're that and he's saying he's done with that lifestyle and now you want to like re-invite yeah and you're inviting that back in your house like for me the first thing that my like my mind would go to would be what he was doing with those girls in the past well I don't know how she could get past it in the first place to me it's like to me I think she it's like a defense mechanism mechanism at this point because like I don't think she was ever really able to get past it, but, um, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know why she would want to go backwards. I don't either. I feel like a lot of people say that when you have a threesome, you need to be like secure in your marriage. So whether or not she's secure and secure, who knows, but still like, a lot of things can come with that. Like not only could she be thinking about what he did in the past with those women, but she could also be, you know, maybe interested in that other person that she brings in, whether they be male or female. And that could lead, you know, to a lot of other things. I don't, I don't know. I think I'm too jealous for that situation. Like there's no way I'm going to be in a room and like, no, it's not. Watch that all go down. Somebody would end up dead. And then I would be in jail. Listen, I'm stingy. I I can't I can't share my boo with nobody else. Like I just have to have him all to myself. And that's that. Some should be left for three single people that aren't that just aren't in a relationship. Exactly. Like do that when you're not in a relationship. But when you're ready to be serious and committed, like people, you know, to each their own, if that's something that people want to do because they're, they have open relationships or whatever, Whatever. but in this, in this particular relationship, it just doesn't seem right. You know what I mean? You know, get it out of your system before you are married. I mean, come on. Like, I don't know. She's, she's not thinking, but right. Whatever. That whole situation is just too messy for me. (laughs) <laughs> too messy um the ratchet i said it already yes exactly so do you watch insecure i love insecure so much isn't it so good so so i actually was really late to the game like i really didn't start watching insecure until maybe like mm, a couple of years ago yeah um, on insecure yeah, and so I I know that the I think it's the fourth season that just started, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think they're on season four. Yeah. Okay. So, in watching this, it, a lot of different things came up. So this is going to be our messy minute segment of the podcast. Yes. Um, Issa, who we all know, was dating Lawrence. Right. Okay. And so on this first episode of the new season, she learns that this girl Condola that she has this working relationship with is now dating her ex Lawrence. Right. And like shit hits the fan. Right. So my, my thing is how do you navigate 
this situation. Like if, if, if I'm dating, you know, your ex, is that something that where me and you could work that out? No. <laughs> right to the point. Like, absolutely not. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to call I love you, but no. It's no, just, I don't know. It depends on the situation, I guess. I mean, look, it, I don't, I can't, I'm not sure how much time is supposed to have passed with Insecure, but it, but Esau and Lawrence just like, like last season kind of just eased into like a kind of sort of cordial type of thing. Right. So in my opinion, you know, the breakup was what, like if in TV time, it was probably like a, a year, less than a year, a year. Right. Or so. I mean, no, that's not enough time removed to, to, to be cool about that situation. Right. It's still, I, it's still I, like fresh. Like, exactly. It's still fresh. And I mean, Lawrence had a major glow up too. So I don't know how Issa would be able to like watch him with other people. Cause you know, when he was with her, like the whole point was that they were together for five years. He said he was like developing some app. He never did you know, all of this stuff he'd promised he wasn't doing. That was kind of the point, right? Mm-hmm. But now he has like a great job, right? I think he still has that job at the develop the web development company. Right. And, you know, he's got a nice place. He's got himself together. So I feel like the story with Issa and Lawrence is not over. I don't think so either. I really do feel like it's developing, even when they have like those sidebar conversations. It's so cute. Like you can still feel all the history and like one of my, I don't, it wasn't this season, but last season, one of my like favorite parts was like when she had that kind of like daydream moment where she pictured things being different and her and Lawrence got married and they had a baby I feel like yeah. the most amazing way to end this series would be for that to like be to like come true. Right. So it's, I don't know. It's tough because like the 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 thing with this is that this whole love trial thing triangle thing is she Isa has a working relationship with this girl Condola. So she's trying to secure the bag with this, you know, with the help of this girl. But now Lawrence is in the mix. So you have to like be smart too. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you cut ties with Condola and and lose money? Or do you continue that, try to try to continue that relationship as awkward as it may be? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's like an extra layer. You know what I mean? Right. I... Look, I would probably have to just cut ties, right? Because, you know, it's just really messy if you're keeping that person in your life. Now, I don't know what their working relationship is going to be beyond um, the event that they're planning. But if this is like an ongoing thing that they plan on doing, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. I mean, you can already see signs of it too, because like when they get together, usually Lawrence's name comes up. So it can right. never just be business. Right. Exactly. And, and that's conversations that Lawrence and Issa have kind of on the side, I think is going to be something more. Oh, for sure. And then like, those are like hidden. So that's going to become a problem with Condola. Like I can see it all playing out. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like any, like, look, I just don't think they're, they're far enough removed from their relationship 
to be cool about that situation. So right. we'll see. I think it's a great storyline. So we'll see how it develops, but um, definitely awkward. Yes, I'm excited though. So I know, so Issa and Molly on the show have been friends for quite some time. Yes, I love their friendship. And both Issa and Molly remind me of so many people that I'm friends with. I love it. But Yeah, and so Molly's dating... Uh, Andrew, right? She's dating Andrew, which is definitely a development for her because Molly's very, very standoffish. So she, or or picky or something, I don't know. But she's yeah. been single pretty much at the beginning of the show for various reasons. And then now she's dating, um, they call him Asian Bay on the show. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and she, you know, she, Molly is her own worst enemy. She's just, everything bothers her so now so far in the show you know she's all into Andrew and apparently like they haven't established for you know they haven't established any guidelines within their relationship so he's dating other people and he kind of says it casually or comes up casually and she is like totally shocked so she's not dating other people but he is but he is so that's interesting because I think everybody runs into that problem. It's like, well, when do you, when are you supposed to just assume that the other person is not? Or exactly. Are you, ask, are you supposed to talk about it? Like, what are you just supposed to be chill and go with the flow? Like, what is the right thing to do? I think it can get weird, but I definitely think that a conversation needs to be had to set those like boundaries or just like to know what's going on. Like you have to communicate at some point. And that's literally what Molly, literally Molly does the opposite. Exactly. <laughs> with them and he has no clue what, what's her problem. So. I don't understand why people just like don't talk. Like, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, she, uh, yeah, just talk about, it. I mean, she. Oh, did I lose you? Oh, guys, I think we lost Yaya. I'm not sure though. Yaya, are you there? Okay, so I'm just going to keep it pushing, you guys. So Molly and Andrew have this thing going on. They definitely, definitely need to be communicating to get on the same path. You guys need to tune into Insecure, find out what happens in all of these messy situations. Hopefully, we can get Yaya back pretty soon. Um, I have really good news for you guys. Season two of the Messiest Fuck podcast is coming soon. We're coming in May. Oh, Yaya, do I have you back? Yeah. So, you know, this is quarantine edition. I, I got lost somehow. We warned you guys in the beginning. We warned you guys, but I'm glad you're back. I was just letting everybody know um, to stay tuned because season two of our podcast is coming in May. It will be available on all platforms. Um, If you guys are interested in being a guest on the podcast, or if you want to give us your feedback, um, if you have messy minute stories that you want to share with us, please, please, please email us at messyafpodcast at yahoo.com. In the meantime, I want you guys to visit us on social media. Um, We do a lot of different updates and put the latest tea out on there. We're on Facebook and Instagram. And always remember to listen and subscribe. We hope you stay tuned for season two. We hope you've enjoyed this bonus episode. Yaya, do you have anything to add? 
Um, just wash your hands. <laughs> wash your hands. There you have it. Wash your hands. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Yeah. And we'll be back before you know it. Sounds good. All right. I'll talk to you later, Yaya. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.